0: Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here. And we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Have you ever been so excited and on fire to do the thing that God put in your heart and then one day you wake up. Somewhere along the way, some, some of you it's weeks later, some of you it's the next day, some of you it's months, or maybe even a few years in, and you feel like you've lost your motivation, if that is you, I want you to know, one, you're not alone, there's nothing wrong with you, and I pray that the Lord speaks to you in this episode today to help you see perhaps a reason why you are not feeling motivated. First of all, let's talk about feelings. Sometimes your feelings lie to you. So from a neuroscience perspective, studies show that your feelings, the things that you feel, your emotions, maybe that's excitement, maybe that's sadness, maybe that's anger, maybe that's, you know, whatever that is, that you're feeling, right? So if you can get to this feeling, how am I feeling? Feelings come after a thought. So what that tells us is that you have a thought in your head, oftentimes these are subconscious thoughts, things that you're not proactively thinking, but because you have neural pathways that are on repeat, you are thinking and really believing something that's making you feel a certain way. And so sometimes your feelings, which is oftentimes what we associate motivation with, a feeling, right, I'm feeling motivated. So the question is, how do we stay motivated even when our feelings are not in alignment with feeling excited and energetic and motivated. And so today I want to give you three very practical tools to help you. And we're going to dive deep into one. This is something that I teach my students that is going to help you really stay tied to motivation. But beyond that, so I want to bring up the, the whole reason this podcast episode is coming about is one of the members of the Inner Circle, the Seek First Inner Circle, signed up for a hot seat coaching session, if you don't know what that is, that is when you get a one-on-one coaching session in a group, so everybody gets to learn and glean from your session. We do them weekly, and so um, they are so powerful, really one of my favorite parts about the Inner Circle. And so... One of the members signed up and she is part of a network marketing business. She's had a lot of success and she's in this place where she is like, was asking, why am I not doing the things I know that I need to do? Why am I not doing the things that like God laid out a map for me, told me all the things to do to continue my business. I did it. It worked. But here I find myself not really doing it. I'm not really feeling motivated and I know it would work, but I am just not doing the do right I don't know about you but i'm like raising my hand i have been there many times and i am sure if you've been on this journey for any amount of time you have been on fire and then you also know when that fire is out so i want to give you again three practical tools and then really i want to help you understand that the way for you to figure out why you're not motivated is to understand what thought you're believing because the emotion of not feeling motivated, the feeling maybe discouraged, disappointed, or bored, or whatever it is, right? That's because you're thinking something. And so I can't one-on-one coach you right here. I can in the inner circle. So if you want to join, we doors are open. You can join and get coached every week. Not only yourself, but you can hear other people. But because of that, I want to give you three really practical tools that have helped me reignite and stay motivated because part of motivation, there's all different moving parts of that. Part of it is, you know, ourselves. Part of it is the spiritual warfare against you fulfilling the thing that God gave you to do, because that's going to be a blessing to other people. And so whatever that looks like for you, number one, in order to stay motivated, you have to stay close to the vision. What do I mean by that? Well, You were excited when God gave you the original vision, right? You were so giddy about it and maybe scared, maybe a little bit scared, nervous, like, I don't really know how this is going to work out. All those feelings are normal, right? Because the unknown makes you think that it's scary. But you had a fire in your belly that was so excited. And that was because God gave you a vision. So I love the verse, there is where there is no vision, the people will perish, Oftentimes, when I find myself not motivated to do something, it's often because I've lost the vision God gave me. And so getting back to that vision, making it really plain, writing it out, really using your senses, what does this look like? What do I see myself doing? That vision that God gave me, how did I envision that? What pictures did he give me what does it smell like what does it feel like to be in this spot what does it sound like where am I how am I doing this thing or where am I uh, for example like if you feel like God gave you a vision to write a book all right what does that sound like I am an author what are you doing as an author? What are you wearing when you're, when you are uh, launching your book? What are you, how are you celebrating your number one New York Times bestselling author award? Like what, what are you doing? What are you wearing? what, what, do, what does it smell like? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? All of those things are really important because your brain doesn't know the difference between reality or a thought. And so when you start to envision and really see that thing that God gave you, again, this isn't to manipulate it, but it's like God gave you a vision and that's what sparked your fire. And so go back to that vision and ask the Lord to give you fresh vision, fresh revelation on that thing. Because where there is no vision, the people will perish. And so if you don't have the vision of where God's taking you, you'll be less motivated to do anything. So before we go any further, let's just look at the word motivation. So the definition I looked it up, it says having a strong motive. All right, so then let's go to motive. Motive is an emotion, a desire, a physiological need, or similar impulse that acts as an incitement to take action a mental state or a force which induces an act, a determining impulse, a desire for something, a gratification. So if you look at that, and then I, you know, word nerd over here, I went to the Hebrew and I looked at it, our, our dictionary. And so some synonyms, directed, forced, guided, impelled, induced, obsessed, pushed, ab- ambitious, right? Where do we get that? And then if we look at the Hebrew of it, it looks to move, to propel, to drive, to induce, to influence, to cause, to bring about, to take effect, to give rise. There's a lot of different uh, translations within the Hebrew, but... We look at the definition, I love to look up definitions because sometimes in our brains we think one thing, but when we look at the definition of it from a broader perspective and from some something that's not necessarily personal to us, we can get a bigger picture of what this looks like. So to be motivated, to to have a strong motive means you are continued to be encouraged, to move forward, to be propelled. It drives you to do the things, even the not fun things, like some of the things we We have to do in business. I want to encourage you too. I believe that God wants us to work together as the body of Christ. And so those things that don't motivate you, that don't, that suck the life out of you. I have many tasks in my business that really just suck the life out of me. And they make me want to check out and say, forget it. God has other people that those are the very things that, that motivate them. They're the very things that light them on fire. And so I want to encourage you. What in your business is sucking the life out of you? Where can you delegate something to? All that to say, in order to stay motivated, having a strong motive, you need a vision to continue to make you move forward. And with that vision, there has to be a belief system. There has to be a belief. And so my word for this year is actually believe. And I was actually doing a word study this morning on believe. It's tied to the word faith, hope, Confidence. Um, And so there's just so much behind the word believe. And we need that belief of the vision being possible with God, right? With God, all things are possible. And if God's called you to it, now I want to make sure I'm clear on this. This isn't your own vision, your own dream. Like this is the one that God gave you. And God wants to dream with you and work with you. And so there is that part of it. But you have to believe that it's possible and not through your own strength not through your own time creativity all the things but through through God in you so that is number 1 vision you need a vision number 2 prayer can i tell you having built multiple businesses failing so many times having people you know not understand or not really like it or you know losing businesses all different things right it feelings right i didn't always feel like i wanted to keep going but when i knew and was convicted that one the vision god gave me is still there even though i don't see it it's still there i want to encourage you to go back to the vision god gave you and ask him to give you fresh vision but also to give you eyes to see from a heavenly perspective not what you see in reality, but from a heavenly perspective, what God is seeing and pray about it. Pray for God to give you vision. Pray for God to continue to move you forward, to propel you, to help you bring this about, not in your own strength. Because there is a spiritual warfare against you doing the thing God called you to do. It's going to come at a cost. It's going to come at a sacrifice. It's going to come at inconveniences, right? And things that you're going to have to push through. I think so often when God gives us dreams or visions and we're like, yes, Lord, this is awesome. And then the going gets tough. We often doubt. We often are like, wait a second, maybe this wasn't from God. Oh my goodness. Maybe this wasn't. This is where your prayer life is going to be super important so that you don't get distracted and discouraged and doubtful in the thing that God gave you because you're going to have spiritual ears and spiritual eyes to see and to hear what God is continuing to push you and help you and propel you into doing. Prayer is so important. And I wanna encourage you, if you're not doing the weekly business meetings with heaven, this is a very practical way to make sure you are praying for your business. So again, in the inner circle, we we, are, we have an accountability group for this specifically. And it was so interesting that half of the women said they love praying, but they rarely pray about their business. Like, they'll pray for you and your business and believe for you and pray for you and intercede for you, but they have a really hard time praying for themselves and their business and interceding, you know, for themselves. Now then there was the other half, which I would fall into, hey, I am like super good at praying and talking to God about my business. I love it. Like I actually find that I talk to God about my business more sometimes and he convicted me in a season of, you're talking more to me about your business than you are about anything else. Which in that regard was it became an idol. It was like the only thing. So in my personal quiet time with the Lord, like as his daughter, outside of being a CEO working with him as his daughter, I was continuing to talk about the business and I believe God cares and, and this isn't like a, a shame thing, but for me personally, the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, hey, like I want you to be my daughter first, then you can, you know, the wife and a mother and then the CEO, right? The CEO that I've called you to be so if you've not heard my thoughts on CEO, I believe God owns our business and he gives it to us to steward. Much like if you're a mom, he he created your kids, right? But he's lending them to you because he's trusting you to steward them well. So prayer is so important. So whether you fall into the camp of you are easily praying for other people, I want to encourage you Pray for your own business. And then on the flip side, I think it's super powerful that if you are obsessed with praying about your business, make sure it's not an idol. And then two, who else is involved with your business that you can pray for? Maybe that motivation is because, like I said, you've lost, you've you've used so much of your energy toward one thing that sucks the life out of you that somebody else, God, is going to bring into your life that maybe they're the person who's going to manage your social media or maybe, maybe they're the person who's going to manage your blog or They're the person who can help you with your marketing strategy. And so be praying for those people who are involved in your business and or who God wants to be involved in your business. I, again, believe this is such a season where... We have to work together as the body. If we really want to, to get the results that we know are possible, we cannot do it alone. We have to learn how to work together and co-labor together, not only with God, but we have to work together with the body of Christ. Because there are gifts and things that you have that I don't have. And when I try to operate in your gifts, I fail. And not only that, I don't have the energy to then operate in my own gifts. And vice versa. You, I have gifts you don't have. So trying to figure out you know, the things that a coach could help you do a lot easier, a lot quicker, a lot faster, and a lot cheaper. It's cheaper to invest in the thing or the delegate, the service, whether that's hiring a VA or whatever that looks like for you. It's cheaper to do that than try to figure it out yourself. Meanwhile, we often think, why well, don't have the money? And I want to encourage you, if that's you, one time the Lord convicted me and said, it's not your money, it's my money. And so if I'm giving you this person to work with, I will also give you the money to be able to pay for that person. That takes some faith, right? When you feel like you're not making enough yet for yourself, but then he's like, yeah, and you're going to, I'm going to bring in this person to work with you. If that is you, you are not alone. I've been there. I'm sure many other people have been there and I want to encourage you to take the leap of faith. All right, so we've got vision, we've got prayer, and this last thing is what I really wanted to spend the most of the the rest of our time together with today. And so this is also something that I walk my clients through. It's a very powerful exercise. You probably have heard before if you've been in the entrepreneur world for any amount of time that your why should make you cry. Where does that come from? All right, so what that means is that that why should be so deeply rooted and connected to your heart, to your soul, to this driving force, right? We go back to the motive, the definition of it. It should be so closely connected to it that you get teary-eyed thinking about doing it. And so maybe you have sat there before and thought, man, my why doesn't make me cry. Maybe it does motivate me and excites me, but it doesn't drive me to continue and I kind of lose the motivation. So let me give you an example. I just started working with a group of women and and one of the reasons, you know, one of the things we talked about in our, our call together was, what do you want in the next three months? And so many of them said something along the lines of peace and they wanted to achieve high levels of success but without the stress they wanted to achieve more with more peace also rather than striving if that is you that's a great answer but my question to you would be why is that important to you so if somebody were to ask me this right and i wanted to get to the root of my why i wanted to get really deep because listen whatever your why is if it doesn't have deep roots you're not going to stay motivated When it has really deep roots, no matter the storm that comes, thinking of a house or a plant or tree, right? When a tree is deeply rooted, a storm can come and the tree stays standing. What's happening is so many entrepreneurs' rooted motivation, their why is not deeply planted so that when the storms come, when the the struggles come, when the... Whether it's uh, spiritual, you know, all that, or whether it's just maybe family or you didn't reach a goal or whatever, when you're not deeply rooted in your why, you will quit or you'll, you'll stop doing the thing. So here is what I would say to you, asking you the reason why, what do you want? First of all, be really clear. Like, what does that mean? What do you want? And then why is that important to you? And so there's this activity that we do in exercise. It's the seven layers of why. And so what you do is you journal this out on a piece of paper. So if I were to say something along the lines, like, like the women that I'm working with right now, and they said, you know, I want to earn more success, but I want to do it with peace. I don't want to strive. I know that God does not want me to get into strive mode. And so I want to do that with peace. So my question is, that's awesome. Why is that important to you? The answer usually goes something like this. Well, because in a season of my life, I sacrificed my family. I did everything for success and while I achieved it, it it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. And so my next question would be, why is that important to you that you have success that's actually worth it or that, that you don't sacrifice your family? Well, because I had crazy mom guilt okay, well, why is that important to you not to have mom guilt? Well, because I know that God's called me to motherhood and business. And I know that there's a way to do both without stressing out, without sacrificing everything, without et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, well, why is that important to you? What I'm telling you to do is you're going to ask the question, why is that important to you? What does that – and really getting deeper into that why – Now, if you were to ask me this question, I could pretty much give you that same reason. And so when I get to the root of my why, it's because God has called me to this and I want to be obedient and I want to steward the gifts he's given me. I want to steward the calling that he has on my life and I want to help people, right? So oftentimes we get like, I want to help people. And there's nothing wrong with that answer, but there has to be a deeper reason for you otherwise that's that surface level motivation which lasts for maybe a day or a week or a month but it doesn't last a long time so when you can get to the seventh layer of why you have the goals that you have and i encourage you if you can't get to seven layers then there's a really good chance that maybe that goal is not a god goal I have worked on many goals in my life where it wasn't a God goal. And I was motivated by myself, right? But not necessarily from the vision that God gave me. So back to three reasons, three three keys, not three reasons, but three keys to stay motivated. Having that strong motive to keep going. Number one, vision. Revisiting the vision God gave you. Somewhere along the way, your vision was distorted. Your lens got clouded. You got some yuck on your glasses and you need to clean them and ask the Lord for fresh vision for a kingdom perspective. You are seated in heavenly places. What does that mean? Jesus went back to be with the Father and he's seated at the right hand of the Father and it says that you are seated in heavenly places. So that means from a spiritual perspective, not your flesh and not your soul, but from a spiritual perspective, you have the ability to see things that you won't see in the natural. You will see them in the supernatural. I encourage you, write that vision out. Make it so clear, make it so plain that if somebody else saw it, they they know exactly what you're talking about. Don't leave out any details and I always encourage you to incorporate your five senses, touch, smell, taste, feel. Incorporate those things here, right? All of those things into that vision. The more real that that can become to your brain, the more real it becomes to your reality. Number two is prayer. Again, whether you're the person that prays for yourself or doesn't pray for yourself, what else could use some prayer in your life? What else could use some prayer for your business? What else could you... And be specific with your prayers too. Sometimes we ask for things like, you know, Lord, give me more um, vision, which is great, but give me more vision for what? Give me for vision for what you want me to do today. Give me more vision about my marketing strategy. Give me more vision about my goals. Give me more vision about the woman you're calling me to hire. Give me more vision. Be specific about whatever you're praying about. And then the last one is really getting to the root of your why. Making sure it's deeply rooted and that when you get to that layer, that deep-seated reason why you're doing what you're doing, that is what keeps you motivated. Because it hits you to the core that you know that even though you don't see it yet, you still believe that it's possible. You still have hope. You still have faith. You still have trust in God. You still have confidence in Him that He wants to do something in you and through you. And you keep going. I want to encourage the weary heart. We just closed on our home yesterday. I've shared this a couple of times throughout, whether it's social or in the podcast, but we sold our home in 2020 when the market was crazy hot and we had already outgrown our home. And so we knew that, you know, the Lord was calling us to come closer to our family. And so we sold our house and the Lord blessed us so much in the sale of that house. And in the season of that, in in, in the interim, you know, we ended up signing a six month lease to an apartment because the housing market was kind of crazy and we didn't want to make a quick rash decision and we wanted to make sure we were buying a home that we loved and in a place that we loved six months very long story short six months turned into 18 months I have been working out of my bedroom as my office. The Lord continues to humble me in my business. Let me tell you this, the time that I built an eight figure business, the beginning of that was built on my parents' dining room table. That's a whole other story and testimony. Um, But I want to encourage those of you with a weary heart. There were many times over the last 18 months that I got very weary. Now, I didn't let other people see that, but I let the Lord see that. I let my husband see that. And I would cry and just really pray, Lord, I know you have a home for us. I believe that you do, and I really want out of this apartment. It doesn't feel like a home. It doesn't even feel like I can make make it homey or make really roots i was really desperate for roots and that's what i've been praying for the last year and a half lord get me rooted like i want to be rooted in where we are and so that i have deep roots and i feel settled and so i think spiritually that is what the Lord is doing right now. He is giving us deep roots. And in that, oftentimes those those roots are grown out of desperation. And so I want to encourage the weary heart as we just closed on our home yesterday. And I was just so surreal to see how God is moving and that this promise that he gave me and that he gives us that even though we don't see it, because I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to lie, like the last 18 months, there have been times where I lost the excitement and the faith and the motivation and you know it's just like man is this ever going to come to fruition and I know there are many of you that are waiting for a promise so I want to encourage you get back to the vision pray about it and know deeply why you're going to continue to believe in God and do what he's calling you to do and trust that whatever he has given you that you don't see yet is going to come to fruition And thank the Lord for his faithfulness and his goodness because he deserves it. And can I encourage you this too? God is good when he gives you things and God is good when he doesn't give you the things that you want. Man, this is a season the Lord is really teaching me this. I'll do a separate episode of what's cooking over here in the kitchen. Um, I just had an awesome conversation with um, a business partner about some of this stuff and uh, just really about what God is doing. And I think he is doing something. I know he's doing something so deep in so many of his children. And it's important for us to share some of those things when he gives us permission to, so that we know that, you know, we're not alone and we're not crazy. So I pray that this episode blessed you. I cannot wait to hear your seventh layer of your why and how that really got to the root of it so that that continues to motivate you. Let me also just say this. I want to invite you to join the inner circle. There are some crazy, amazing, awesome Holy spirit things going on in the inner circle. If you have been praying for a coach, Maybe you're kind of in between like, I don't really know if I need a life coach, if I need a business coach. Well, in the inner circle, you get both. I'm both certified in, well, I'm certified in life coaching. I have built many businesses um, and I have also, have a a neuroscience certification. And so what I do with those and in my coaching and what I've also taught some other coaches who are certified, who are working with me in the inner circle is how to use those things and using the gift of the Holy Spirit to use the gifts of him to help coach people. So not only that, you get strategy, you get coaching every month. Every week you get coaching. Every month you get lessons and workshops and different things and networking opportunities to connect with other like-minded women. So I want to invite you to that. You can check that out in the show notes. And I would love to support you on this journey of Staying motivated, believing that God is taking you to a better place and that you can keep doing it. So I want to leave you with a few verses just to encourage your heart. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Don't allow men's motivation, their words of encouragement or discouragement to impact your work that you're doing for the Lord. But I also want to encourage you, you're not just working for the Lord. You're working with the Lord, which brings me to Matthew, which that verse, by the way, was Colossians 3.23, which brings me to Matthew 19.26. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And in order to stay motivated... You cannot rely on your own strength, on your own creativity, on your own wisdom. And let me just tell you this. You are made in the image of God. So everything that God is, you were created in his image, which means a reflection of, right? So if you have, a, if you're a reflection of God, you got to think about that. That is pretty incredible. So with God, you being made in his image, with him, all things are possible. Now, these aren't the things, just the desires of your heart. Necessarily, they are the things that are also the in the, in God's heart and the desires of His and the will of His. Staying motivated requires trust in the Lord, which is Proverbs three five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Then we're going to do verse six. and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight, or He will direct your paths. Staying motivated means that you have to stay in close relationship with the Lord and trust in him, trust in his timing, trust in his plan, trust in everything about what he is doing. So I want to encourage you. If you're lacking motivation, then get into the presence of the father, ask him for fresh vision, pray and help him Ask him to help you see the deeper why, that seven layers of why you're doing what you're doing so that you can wake up every day with expectancy, with confidence, with faith, hope, and trust in him that you are doing amazing things. Father, we thank you for motivating us we thank you for giving us the mind of christ so lord any thoughts that we have in our mind that are producing emotions that are discouraging defeating disappointing doubtful we know where those come from and we ask you to remove those from our thoughts and give us the mind of christ so that from those thoughts we have expectancy joy hope confidence and we thank you that when we have those feelings, those good feelings, that we know we're on the right track. Lord, I thank you for the brain science. I thank you for your word. And I thank you for the woman listening to this. I pray a special blessing over her, that she has the mind of Christ to do the things that you have created her to do. And that it's all for your glory, all for your honor, all for your praise. In Jesus' name, amen.